the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. We're getting great reports from the doctors. This is an incredible hospital, Walter Reed. The work they do is just absolutely amazing, and I want to thank them all, the nurses, the doctors, everybody here. I've also gotten to meet some of the soldiers and the first responders, and what a group. I also think we're going to pay a little surprise to some of the great patriots that we have out on the street, and they've been out there for a long time, and they've got Trump flags, and they love our country, so I'm not telling anybody but you, but I'm about to make a little surprise visit, so perhaps I'll get there before you get to see me, but I just, uh, when I look at the enthusiasm, and we have enthusiasm like probably nobody's ever had, our people that love the job we're doing, we have more enthusiasm than maybe anybody. So uh, it's been a very interesting journey. I learned a lot about COVID. I learned it by really going to school. This is the real school. This isn't the let's read the book school. And I get it and I understand it. And it's a very interesting thing. I'm going to be letting you know about it. In the meantime, we love the USA and we love what's happening. Thank you. I'm not telling anybody, just you. Just all eight. What is it? 83? Six, eighty-seven minutes. Don't tell anybody. Just ninety million of you following my Twitter feed. That was the president yesterday, and I was there twice this weekend at Walter Reed, checking out the incredible love for this president. Oh, and let's just give you the latest update because that was yesterday. This is from the president. Just moments, literally moments ago. Thanks to Mister G, who never misses a beat. From the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, I will be leaving the great Walter Reed Medical Center today at 6.30 p.m. Feeling really good. Don't be afraid of COVID. Don't let it dominate your life. We have developed under the Trump administration some really great drugs and knowledge. I feel better than I did 20 years ago. And you know what? Now we have the serum. We're just going to give everybody President Trump's antibody serum. And then the left will truly go insane because this weekend was not enough. Suddenly, after months of them saying, oh, police are systematically racist. There's absolute violence in the police. They're using it to exploit their power, to to abuse others and to oppress them. Oh, but yesterday... Oh, no, the poor Secret Service agents. They're endangered by the president in his up-armored SUV. How could he How could he get into a vehicle with them? You mean the same Secret Service agents that are actually, and this isn't, you can look it up, you can see the interviews with former agents, are trained to jump in the path of bullets. They're called, colloquially, the bullet catchers. Their job is to die 
for the president. It's part of the job description. You think they're worried about a little thing called the Chinese virus? Which, by the way, the agents in the vehicle who are in full PPE, they even have the gowns on, the medical gowns, was separated by the president by a perspex screen that's built into the vehicle. According to Dave Bossy, who I saw at Walter Reed yesterday, and Corey Lewandowski, they were asked to volunteer for that assignment to drive the president down to see you, the people who have his back now that he's had ours for four years. Who wants to drive me down? Volunteers. And also, you morons in the legacy media, where do you think the rest of the agents are when he's inside the hospital? Do you think they're at home? Having a Miller light? I mean, seriously. Their job is to be right next to the principal, the president, 24-7. And now, now you care about them? Jennifer Rubin, the mental case. She, I just tweeted it out, and I, I got a lot of response. Could you imagine living with Jennifer Rubin, the fake conservative at the Washington Post? She freaks out. What was it? Was it Friday he went to Walter Reed? It feels like weeks ago, doesn't it? Incredible. She's freaking out. Oh, my gosh. Why does he take Marine One? Why does he fly to Walter Reed instead of going by car? But yesterday, she freaks out again. How dare he drive in that vehicle endangering the Secret Service agents? You're a moron. Or you think... Your audience are idiots. Or maybe both. I was there. It was incredible. I went down first Saturday uh, evening. Uh, It was, they had hundreds, and I mean hundreds of people outside the Walter Reed Military Medical Center. They had a bomb scare because one of the people who were there for the president put their backpack down and stepped away. So they had to be all cleared out at about 9 p.m. as I was getting ready to go. But don't worry, I got there about 10 p.m. and there were already hundreds of people back there. And the atmosphere was electric. People from all over the country. Yesterday, I went back again in the afternoon in the daylight. I don't know how they did this or how they got this. So so there's hundreds of people outside with flags, singing, praying. There's international press coverage on the other side of the street, v- filming uh, all of, of those great, great MAGA team members. Then there are people. <laughs> it was It was like a parade. It was 4th of July. People slowing down. There's a kid standing out of the sunroof of his dad's vehicle as they're driving by, waving Trump flags, honking their horns. And then somebody, I'd love to find out, if you know who it is, give Mr. G a call. Somebody was driving by, doing circles, in a fire truck that was blowing bubbles. If you don't believe me, I filmed it. It's on my Twitter feed. There is a celebratory parade of a full fire truck blowing bubbles for the president. When I arrived there, David Bossy was at the microphone. Uh, we were standing in front of the police who had uh, cordoned off that entrance to Walter Reed. After David, a member of, I guess, the local community came by who represents the Hindi community. He sang a traditional Hindi prayer chant, I would guess, because I don't speak the language of the Indian subcontinent. But first, he blew into the microphone with a conch shell. 
It was something to behold. Every hue, every creed of American was there. Kids with their families. Uh, if you're listening, Levi from uh, Delaware, who I took, took a photograph with. God bless you. That wonderful, really quite neatly done. I, I, you know, you, you did a nice job. If that was a school project, uh, I'd give you an A for it. He had a homemade, homemade sign that he brought with him all the way from Delaware saying, Get well soon, Mr. President. We love you. That photograph's on my Instagram feed. Then I met uh, Brooklyn from uh, New Jersey with her parents, fully decked out in pink with a little American flag there to wish the president the very best. It just feeds the soul. Oh, and by the way, there was no looting or arson. No, nobody was shot. So strange. Unlike Chaz, unlike the BLM mass gatherings, there were no Molotov cocktails. No police cruisers were shot at or set on fire. No shops in that very tony part of a... a exterior suburb of D.C. Were, were broken into. No Louis Vuitton bags were stolen. It's how strange. I wonder why. Maybe it's because we're not lunatic leftists. We're conservatives. We're Republicans. We're libertarians. We love this nation and everything it stands for. And the president is going back to work. Crushing COVID! Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. The appointment of Judge Amy Coney Barrett to the United States Supreme Court counts as a masterstroke and easily one of the best decisions of Donald Trump's presidency. In an election season when liberals and media try to characterize conservatives as old, angry, bigoted, extreme, and lacking in empathy, Judge Barrett displays the opposite characteristics. At age 48, she's youthful, a genial consensus builder, and mother of seven, including a special needs child and two adopted kids from Haiti. On a court dominated for decades by Yale and Harvard graduates, she's a breath of Midwestern fresh air, beloved by her students at Notre Dame. Most importantly, she'll give new life to the originalist thinking of her mentor, Justice Antonin Scalia, in stressing what the Constitution actually says, not what judge wanted to say. As Americans have been losing faith in public institutions, Judge Barrett, soon to be Justice Barrett, can help to restore their confidence. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program for leaders. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.